This podcast is sponsored by Same Day STD Testing, the nation's number one STD STI testing company, offering fast, private, and confidential STI testing nationwide. You can speak to a counselor by calling 844-332-2461. You can also visit their website at samedaystdtesting.com. Hello everyone, I am your host, Nikki. I am a sacred sex coach, sex worker, and sexual health advocate. Here at Sexpectations, we indulge in all things sex, in and out of the bedroom, while exploring different kinks and taboos. Here you have a safe space to be free in your sexuality, without fearing judgment from yourself or others. Disclaimer. We will be discussing sex and sexuality. If you are under the age of 18, I would suggest you turn this podcast off now. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Sexpectations podcast, where I am your host, Nikki, bringing you another week of all things sex. That's right. So this week, we actually have a very interesting topic. So we're talking about how pornography is our child's teacher, which it shouldn't be, but hey, that's what we're talking about. Um, so for those of you that do not know, I actually have a community group on Facebook, and it's called Hashtag Pussy Trauma. So Pussy Trauma is an amazing forum for women all over that have deep-rooted uh trauma, if you will, <laughs> um, that has, you know, just sat on them for years. And it's affecting the way they create and the way they live and their life force energy is affected by all of this negative trauma that's sitting on their bodies. So I give them a community to talk and to just express everything in regard to sexuality and everything in regard to Pussy trauma, <laughs> rather that you know be rape, molestation, um, childbirth, C sections, not being able to get pregnant. I mean, all of those things are very traumatic on our womb and on our minds, right? So I give individuals this sacred safe space to just be free in their sexuality and talk about all of the things that has traumatized them. So I wanted to pose the question in the group today to get a few outside views in regard to uh, this topic on, you know, pornography teaching our children, you know, sexuality. Um, because I'm not a mother, right? So I don't know exactly how I would, you know, go about teaching my child. I have, you know, an idea. I'm pretty sure my child will be like a sex coach at the age of two. But <laughs> because I don't have the real life experience, I wanted to get, um, you know, some, some input from, from mothers, right? So I'm going to read you a couple of um, the responses that I got. So my question initially was, um, ladies, have you had that discussion with your child yet? If so, what age did you bring it up and what tangibles were given? So I got a, a couple of responses. Uh, 
great responses, right? So, um, one, my son asked me what porn was a few weeks ago because he heard kids on the bus talking about it. I didn't really know what to say. I don't know how to have that conversation, especially since sex was not talked about to me as a kid. I'm terrified. Ooh, that was heart-wrenching. Um, another, my oldest daughter is 16 and we had that talk in eighth grade about 13 years about 13 years old because she had friends at the time that were already sexually active i'd rather her come to me than her friends we talked about everything and i gave her the opportunity to ask me whatever and she did it went better than i expected that was awesome uh, another I have always been blunt and straightforward with my daughters about sex, body parts, body truth, body positivity, and everything related to it. The minute I found out my youngest tried to have porn be her teacher, we had a sit down. She was nine. We even watched the porn together just in case she had questions. <laughs> well, kudos to you, mom. I think that was awesome. Um, I definitely think that that would totally be me as a mother. Um, and for the individual, you know, that feels she just doesn't know how to have that conversation. Um, this podcast is for you <laughs> because we want to be able to have that open, honest, um, vulnerable conversation with our children in regards to sexuality, because the, the reality is we are sexual beings. We come into this world as sexual beings. So you have to understand if a two, three, four-year-old is, you know, touching themselves or exploring their body parts, it's because they are curious and they're probably stumbling upon something that actually feels good to them. <laughs> have you ever thought about that, right? So, um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember my journey, but, you know, I started masturbating at eight years old and pornography was my teacher. Um, thankfully, back then, we had real sex, right, that came on cable television. It was a very sensual um, type of sex um, and uh, very just intimate. And the teaching was a lot different than the kids have now. Now, everything is very easily accessible at the palms of their hands. They can search X videos, Pornhub, or even watch music videos um, that could potentially get them horny, right? So um, if you're not talking about this before they encounter these different um, media outlets, if you will, um, who knows where their sexuality will go? So it's so important for you as a parent to become comfortable in your own sexuality. And the more you're comfortable about talking about it, um, the more you can go and talk to your children about it. So you have to own your sexuality, embrace it, even become educated, right? And informed about your sexuality. It's so important um, because again, the, the more you know, right? The more you know about your own sexuality, the more you know what pleases you and what feels good to you, um, the more you can go and have these um, informed discussions with your children. And you have to talk to them before the TV does, before Pornhub does, before X videos does. You have to have these discussions with them before they stumble across porn. Because, I mean, let's, let's just be real. Pornography these days 
it's so tainted. It's so militarized. It's so demonized. It's, it's just, uh, it's not sacred sexuality. Okay. It's fucking, that's what it is. And so are we teaching our children? This is what you do. Um, no. So we don't want our children to have these tainted views on what sexuality is. Um, even in my phone sex work, I talked to so many 17, 18, 19 year old boys where they get this money to pay for phone sex. I don't know, but they are, they feel so inadequate in regard to their penis size. And when I ask them, you know, where do you get this idea that your penis is supposed to be, you know, seven inches, eight inches? Where do you get these ideas? Well, they watch pornography. And cuckolding porn is probably on an all-time high. They see these, you know, uh, quote-unquote inadequate guys watching their wives getting fucked by a BBC, which is a big black cock. They're watching their wives uh, get just, just rammed, right? And so they're thinking that's pleasure. They're thinking seeing this big cock go into their wives or going into this woman that they see on this pornography is pleasure. So now as an 18-year-old that has maybe a five-inch penis, four or five-inch penis, now they're feeling inadequate and they feel like they'll never have the opportunity to please a woman. So what's happening is a lot of these young boys that have four and five inch penises that feel inadequate, they feel like they are better off being a woman. Yes, it's so true. I talk to so many young boys on my phone sex line that feel that they would be better off being a woman in this society. They feel that they have nothing to offer women. They feel they could not please her in the bedroom. And it all starts, those, those views and that way of thinking, it starts at the porn. It starts at them watching these tainted, uh, distorted porn. And so we have to catch them. <laughs> Let's catch them and reel them back in and let them know that, no, honey, that's not what it's about. I mean, if they only knew sacred sexuality you don't have to even have a penis, to be honest with you. Penetration is, is so uh, minimal to, uh, it's a minimal idea to sacred sexuality because pleasure can come in so many different forms. I mean, orally, just by just, you know, sacred touch, right? We can make our partners orgasm from so many things. So to feel that you don't have anything to offer just because your penis is not seven or eight inches, which is totally unrealistic. It's totally not something that we want, right? But because they do get this uh, view and they see this on pornography before their parents are talking to, them, uh, talking to them about what should actually be, their minds are messed up. So we have to start at an age, we have to start uh, age appropriately, right? So at three-year-old, you know, we can say something very age appropriate, you know, that's a penis, Let's start letting them know what it is. Start naming the body parts so they understand what it means. And then as they grow, then our conversation will grow. It will progress and it will get a little bit more in detail. But we have to start. And then, you know, you can even start really gut-wrenching it like at puberty, right? Um, when you see your son starting to get that hard on or, you know, your daughter starts her menstrual cycle. These are very important times in a, in a child's life. Um, and to start the sexuality talk at those, you know, specific developmental stages is really good. 
and really important. So I do believe that the education starts as early as curiosity begins. You know, um, you see a lot of young children um, starting to touch themselves in the tub and, you know, touch themselves just sitting on the couch, right? And so giving them um, the proper tools and uh, the proper uh, tangibles, the takeaways, Go in your room, you know, maybe do it during bath time, but never shame children, right? Because the moment you shame them, the moment you tell them, don't do that, stop doing that, don't touch yourself, that is embedded in them. So they grow thinking that sexuality is taboo. I can't touch myself, or if I do, I'm wrong, I'm dirty. Those views stay with them. So it's really important to start as early as the curiosity begins. Um, and we have to explain that, you know, sexuality is a natural part of who we are. We are sexual, spiritual beings all at the same time. And even like when you're changing a baby's diaper, even, you know, how is your face? Babies have face recognition, right? They can remember a disgusted face. We have to take all of that into consideration. Um, and when a child, like I said, when a child is masturbating, your response to that is again, it's conditioning them on how to view their sexuality going forward. So we never want to shame them. We never want to shame our kids. And uh, even as parents, like I said, we have to be aware of our own sexual challenges. And think about, like, like the young lady said on the forum, she said, sex was not talked about to me as a kid. She has no idea what to say to her son um, because we don't know what our own sexual challenges are. Um, and so we are, are not able to properly teach, our, properly teach our children. So it's important to really dive into that and really become informed and educated in regards to your own sexuality, as I stated before. Um, and, you know, if you're telling your child to be abstinent, what does that mean? Guys, this, this is like a pet peeve of mine. Abstinence is not realistic, period, point blank. And I know that so many, you know, follow different religions and different cultural norms and societal norms. And especially like I know in the Catholic religion, abstinence is, is a way of being. Be abstinent, be abstinent, be abstinent. But it's unfortunate because you're setting your child up for failure. Not only are they not going to be abstinent because they don't want to do what mommy and daddy says, um, but they're also going to contract a sexually transmitted disease and not know how to come to you and tell you. You know, we have, uh, we're at risk for unplanned pregnancy. I mean, so many, it's like a domino effect. When you tell them be abstinent, which is an unrealistic expectation, you have this domino effect because now they feel shame in regard to sexuality in so many different aspects. So we cannot tell our children to be abstinent. You know, now if they want to choose abstinence, then that's a different story. Remember, sexual liberation means whatever you to decide to do with your sexuality. It's your business, right? Same day STD testing, our motto is your sex life, your business. Whatever you decide to do with your sex life, it's your business. But at the same time, we have to set our children up um, for success. And uh, that's, you know, speaking from a social standpoint, an economical standpoint, a spiritual, you know, the spiritual implica implications that affect us on a daily, really speaking beyond the spectrum. Because again, if you aren't teaching them, someone else is. And getting, uh, they need to get the accurate information. 
because there's so much misinformation out there. We don't want their views to be tainted. We don't want our sons calling phone sex lines, telling the phone sex worker how inadequate they feel about their penis size because that's all they see on pornography. We have to uh, instill different values and um, you know, help our children love on themselves, right? Because we love ourselves first. We are our first lover. <laughs> Encourage your child, touch yourself. You know, I don't know, this might be a little bit too much for some, <laughs> but we have to encourage our children to touch their own bodies, right? Like, uh, if, if you don't know what feels good to you, how can you ever teach another man? So instead of preaching abstinence, why don't you say, before you decide to go and sleep with a boy or a girl or whatever, why don't you go in your room, you know, maybe when mommy and daddy is gone or whatever, and touch on your body, you know, feel on your body. That's what you did when you were eight, right? I know that's what I was doing. <laughs> that's what I was doing. And that's what I'm going to teach my daughter to do. Um, and I'm sure it'll come natural for her, just as it did for me. And I'm sure it comes natural for many of your children as well. But if they can hear it from mommy and daddy, it just makes it all that more normal, right? We have to normalize these things. We have to make it okay and give them the proper information so they are able to make informed decisions going forward. Um, the, the information and the skills and the tools that they need. And it's really information and education for them to use when they are ready, right? Um, it's insurance, <laughs> It's almost like insurance, um, meaning they aren't going to be ignorant going forward, okay? We're giving them those tangibles at a very early age so then when they need it, when they need it, they can use it. Oh, oh, that was so good. <laughs> when they need the insurance, when they need to tap into that policy, all of those uh, standards and expectations that you set for them at a very early age, they can tap into that at any given point and they feel no shame. We don't want our children growing up with shame. You don't want to traumatize them. Um, we want to talk about the hormones in the body, the menstrual, uh, and some of us ovulate before our period even starts. So how can we, how can we expect our children to not be horny? <laughs> how can we expect them not to be horny? Um, so, so, I mean, the takeaways here, make sure that our children understand their bodies, understand the anatomy of their bodies. Even some parents out there don't understand the anatomy of their own body. I mean, I've talked to women that don't even touch themselves. They won't take a mirror down there and look at their own vaginas. I can't tell you the amount of young women that call to, to get STD testing and when I say young woman, I'm talking 17, 18, 19, fresh in college, right? They don't know uh, what's going on. They know something feels wrong, but they don't want to take a mirror and look in their vagina. They don't want to see if it's discharge or, you know, they don't want to see if there's bumps down there. They don't even want to look at their vaginas. And you want to know why? Because they've been shamed their whole life in regard to their sexuality. So we have to take away all of these negative connotations and really set our children up for success. And again, that starts with your own sexuality, parents. It starts with you. So like the young lady in our group that doesn't know how to talk to her child, 
It's probably because you are tainted in your own sexuality and you don't know what feels good to you. And so I would encourage all of you out there to really embrace the fact that we are sexual creatures. It's a part of who we are, okay? We basically, the three, I always say the three aspects of our being is we eat, and I know this is weird, but we let it out, right? And we have sex. That, that is what it is. Like I, I look at, and I know this sounds crazy, but I look at the fish in my fish tank. <clears throat> That's all they do. They eat, they poop, and they have sex, and they make babies, they procreate. That is their life. That's what they do in that tank in there. And the reality is that is the life cycle of all humans or all living things. And so the more we can embrace that we were born to be sexual, we were born to procreate and make new life, um, the more we can normalize sexuality and make it okay for our children because we do not want pornography teaching our children all of these distorted views on how they, how they should go about living their sexual lives. We don't want them to uh, think that they should be this or should be that because um, of the pornography they, they view. We definitely don't want them thinking that they should be able to squirt across the room <laughs> because they view so much pornography. And, and, um, and it's okay if they view pornography, right? But just like the young lady said on the forum, sit down with them, maybe even watch it with them and say, what questions do you have in regard to this? Whew, guys, I can't tell you how important it is to talk to your children about sex. It's so, so important. I wish somebody actually talked to me about it, but luckily I was uh, open enough to learn a little bit more, educate myself and be informed. And now I know it all. <laughs> right? So I'm encouraging you to learn, to be informed, and to educate your children before pornography does. So I hope you all learned some tangibles, some good takeaways, uh, tips and tidbits on how to uh, approach your children at each developmental stage. Because again, it's so important, guys. <laughs> so that is it on this episode of Sexpectations. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and I'll see you guys next week. I'll talk to you guys next week. So until then, sex, sex, and more sex.